Philadelphia Union, San Jose, Earthquakes, Earthquakes United, Los Angeles Galaxy, Beach Pass, Colorado Rapids, Vancouver Whitecaps, Orlando City SC, Montreal Impact, NYC FC, Seattle Sounders, Pitch Pass, your all-access credential to the people that matter in MLS. Here's your host, Greg Roach. Oh, yeah. October in MLS, a.k.a. the best month of the year. If you are a fan of Major League Soccer, and it is all to play for, as they say somewhere on TV that I've heard once, and I thought it sounded cool, so I'm saying now. It's home stretch time in MLS. Lots of storylines, lots of hot teams, some cold teams, <laughs> D.C. United, and maybe the biggest match of the weekend, Saturday. In Orlando, it'll be Orlando City versus Montreal Impact, both fighting for that last six spots in the playoffs. To get you ready for it, we talk to the man who is now the leader in most goals scored in his rookie season. It has been a fantastic year for our guest, and we're so glad to have him on right now. Kyle Laren joins us on the show. Kyle, welcome to the show. It's good to have you on. Uh, on. Is Is it fun being the informed striker in MLS? I mean, yeah, it, it is fun. Um, just uh, just scoring goals and having fun on winning games. Uh, we, uh, I'm in Washington D.C. We're we're hunkering down for our Hurricane Joaquin experience. Uh, you and Orlando, I think you guys are going to miss it this time, correct? Pardon me. You're going to miss the hurricane. The the hurricane in D.C. You don't even know anything about Hurricane Joaquin, do you? No, no, no. <laughs> Head down, focused on Montreal. That's all I'm doing, Roach. I have no time for anything else. Yeah, I don't really know anything about the hurricane. I thought you being in Florida now, maybe you would you would start educating and getting a little hip to hurricanes, uh, which would be so different from from what you're used to in Canada. But you're like, okay, I got I got a match to prepare for. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I'm thinking of right now. Uh, just the Montreal game and getting three points. Uh, do you uh, and I, you know, knowing your build and watching you play, it's got to be kind of exciting to to be able to go up against uh, Didier Drogba. Did you have you followed him his career? Have you kind of modeled yourself at all after his game? Yeah, uh, when I was younger, when um, he played on Chelsea, I watched him. He was my favorite player um, in the world, and he still is. Uh, um, just just the goals he scores and the way he scores and the the, the how beast he is uh, on and off the ball, just to get the ball and find different ways to score. And I've been watching him for a long time now, since I was younger, and now it's just a great play against him. Did you real? Did you realize when you were younger watching him that you would grow to be 6'2 and, and kind of similarly built as Drogba? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I didn't know that was going to happen. That just, it just came wrong. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm in D.C., so uh, I had a chance to see the Didier Drogba experience kind of up close and personal uh, last yeah. week. Um, when you guys watch that film, uh, do you realize at that point, oh, this is this is going to be team defense against a striker of that caliber rather than just, say, over-relying on the back line to, uh, to pick people up? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a team effort uh, defensively that game, and even offensively it's going to be a team effort, but... Um, it's uh we have to make sure we, we close the gaps uh yeah to get the that the ball's been served into him and then making sure we always have an eye on him because he's a great player and knows how to score. And on your side of the uh, the ball, Adrian Heath kind of went out on a limb and, and kind of promised. Uh, first of all, can you confirm or deny that he did say that? Because the quote that's going around is, "I promised the guys if they won, we would get forty five thousand people at the Citrus Bowl." Did he actually say those words? Uh, I, I don't remember exactly what he said. But all I know, all, all I know is he said uh, 
45,000. That's the only thing I really know what he said. Uh, for a guy like yourself, who's, who's kind of soft-spoken, uh, but likes to perform on the big stage, how exciting or how, many, how much nerves or how much butterflies goes through you at, at a point in this part of the week where you're still preparing for the match, knowing that this is probably the biggest match of the year for Orlando City. You're probably going to have your biggest crowd of the year, which is saying something because you've had huge crowds over the course of the season. And knowing who you're going up against, uh, how does that all factor into where you are right now mindset-wise going into the match? Uh, it, it just motivates me. It motivates me to to, to score and and to be better and and to get this win with my my team and uh, the crowd helps a, a lot with it and it's it's, it's just a confidence. It's it's building confidence for me and that's the important thing. And when I have confidence, I can score a lot of goals. And I, you know, I was kind of. I it's it's funny because you are kind of soft spoken. All the interviews yeah. I've seen with you, um, this yeah. conversation, you're you're very toned down, and I I like that. <laughs> but but. You also are a guy who likes to perform on the big stage, so it's kind of like a it's kind of like a yin and a yang type of thing. Is it one of those things where off the pitch you are kind of reserved, but you save it all to express yourself on the pitch? I mean, when the when the lights are on, that's that's when I like, <laughs> like to uh, like like to like to score. <laughs> um, I mean, it it doesn't it doesn't really bother me. Uh, it's, it's it's that uh, that level I want to be at, and when people are watching. I do. I, I score. I do. I do great things, and, and and that's a good thing. Definitely, definitely. And you know, for a lot of people who may look at your season thus far, and and congratulations, by the way, most goals for a rookie in MLS history. That's pretty that's huge. It. I mean, we're talking twenty years now uh, of 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 records. So congratulations on that. And you know, a lot of people who may not be following Orlando City may look on the outside, go, okay, well, he's got Kaká on his team. That man is setting up all of his all of his goals, but. You know, you're a guy who got off to a kind of a slow start. So, you know, in my opinion, your your goal record is is you know obviously due to the service that you've received. But it's not just because oh he plays with Kaká, so he's going to score goals. What's changed from the beginning of the season to this to this part of the year that has kind of helped you blossom into the goal scorer that you've become? Uh, just just the way I position myself, and 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 the 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 more times I play, the more confident I get, and then. The more I see the game, and and a lot of it's come from the coaches. Uh, they've, they've been teaching me a lot, and and just refining my skills and my talent, and then and a lot of it's from uh, the assistant coaches too, and then from Kakai. He teaches me on the field what to do, and in every game I learn more, learn more, of, and learn more from what he does and what I'm supposed to do and what he wants me to do. So is it, a, helps me to, it helps me to score. Is it a situation where maybe at the beginning of the year he was doing a little more talking to you on the pitch, but now he, you kind of know where he likes to, to, to give the ball to you and then and now you can get there so he doesn't talk to you? He doesn't have to speak with you as much on the pitch? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's now it's now it's just I'm there. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the position he wants me to be. So we're, we're able to combine and, and attack properly, and he's able to get the ball in space. And if I'm not in that position, he'll get the ball. And if I'm not there, if he's not there, I'll I'll go. So, if going back to to kind of when you where you grew up or when you grew up and and where you played. Now, college is a different story because you you are kind of under restrictions on how much you can practice. But you know, in the summertime when you're playing your club soccer, what's the difference in the professional atmosphere? where you're practicing every day to maybe that atmosphere where you're also practicing every day. You're also going on, on trial. You're training with, with clubs over in Europe. What's the difference though, when you're, when you're in your professional athlete, when you're a professional athlete and every day is your job to get yourself better and to improve. 
uh, uh, I, I think it's 100% every day, just training 100% and working hard and training and getting better. And then, and, and even, even, uh, after training's done, it's, it's the whole day. You're still, you're still working. Uh, you still take care of your body and making sure you're, you're ready for next practice. And I think that's the difference. And the level of play is a lot, a lot quicker. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of athletes I've talked to, uh, in, in MLS, that's the thing that they say is the fact that, you know, even club soccer or in college soccer, um, when you, you have your practice, you devote all you you can to practice, but once practice is over, it's okay, let's go to the cafeteria yeah. and let's, let's binge on whatever they're having today. Whereas as a professional yeah. athlete, it's okay, now go home and eat this and do this yeah. and stay and, and make sure you're in bed by this time yeah, and make sure you got I these agree, things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it all it all factors in when when the next day when you when you're gonna train and when the game comes. And how are you feeling at this point? Because correct me if I'm wrong, this is probably the most soccer you've played in your entire life uh, in this condensed period of time. I'm I'm feeling good, uh, feeling fresh, uh, just feeling excited to to play on on the weekend on Saturday and and just excited to score goals and I'm feeling good. You want to you want to talk a little bit about Canada, if that's all right. Yeah, yeah. You want yeah, to yeah, talk, talk a little Canada? Um, yeah. Let's go back to the beginning with with uh, your relationship with your mom. I know you're very very close to your mother, and uh, you kind of credit her for having such a big influence on your career. Um, yeah. Did she play soccer? No, she did. My uh, actually, my dad did. So, she, but she she uh, she played sports. So. So what do you what did you take away from your mother that has been so influential in your soccer career? I think it was just hard work and and keep going and never give up. I think that's the the most important thing. Even when um, when you think things are not going your way, just keep going. And I, and I think that's the thing I took from her, just to keep going. And and you see, it took me to where I am today. <clears throat> which is pretty. Which is pretty far, Kyle. It's pretty far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, the, the big news out of Canada this week is that uh, join, Junior Hoylet has uh, come out and said he's going to play for Canada, at least in the upcoming friendlies. Uh, how much influence did you have on his decision, Kyle? Have you been uh, whispering in his ear the last few years? No, I, I, I actually, actually don't know him. Um, I know of him. Yes. Um, I actually haven't talked to him before, but I know the other players know him, uh, the older players on our team know him and and i think they had a little influence on on his decision coming and i think it's a great great thing for us so to have him on a team to help us so you had you've ne- you never spoken to him never shared any text with him or anything like that no no interesting so uh, as as somebody who is who is in the canadian setup but has kind of followed the situation with with him and, and the courtship with canada and junior uh how how does that look like how were you approaching that situation was it something where you kind of were like oh well i hope this guy that i've heard a lot about ends up playing on the team or was it you know i gotta focus on my own business and see what happens with there oh um, um i mean uh i was hoping he came i know he's a class player and a good player and a, and he I know what team he plays on and, and he plays in a high, high, high level and I know he can he can help us a lot so I was excited for him to come and and um, help us out and help us score goals did uh how much conversation is is discussed on the training ground where somebody just goes dude if we had junior this would be a totally different situation I mean it, it comes up now and then uh it comes up now and then but I mean the players we had at the time we 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 did what we did the best we could do, and now we're adding another player that can really help us in the next qualifying. 
Jamaica was an option for you, um, and yet there was never any word through the media that you were even considering playing for any other country other than Canada. Uh, did it, did that thought ever creep in your mind? And obviously now you, you've committed yourself to Canada, so it's a moot point. But yeah. growing up, did you ever think? Did your did your parents ever go, "Hey, maybe you might think about playing for Jamaica"? Yeah, I mean, uh, I I never played for the. My first game was actually with the men's team, and I never played for the team. And until uh, after I started with the men's team, and I had to play with the U20 at the qualifying. But uh, when I was younger, and I, I haven't played with the U team, but I mean, it, it came up when I was younger. But uh, I guess when I'd end up, I, I, I really wanted to play for for Canada. So that's where I was born, and that's where I think we can soccer can grow in Canada, and we have really talented players, young players there that that need to be seen, and and that's. That's where I wanted to to help Canada out and hopefully make it to a World Cup one day. I talked to Tesho when he was going through his decision process between the U.S. and Canada, and I asked him what the pros and cons were for each situation, and he said one of the pros for him was helping Canada or elevating the Canadian game in the country of Canada by having success with the national team. Is that something yeah. that's important to you as well? Yeah, it's very important to me. I think the most important thing for me is is people to recognize Canada and not, and not think we're just just a team to just go out there and beat, uh, just recognize us and, and in a few in, in the next qualifying, we can go out there and, and beat teams, beat good, really good teams and, and put ourselves on the, on the good, on the top of the move up in the rankings and, and, and FIFA and, and I think we have the team to do it and, and I think it's very important for me just to help them out and and, I, and I, every time I go on the field, I fight fight for Canada and just to get our name out there. And it's got to be exciting, um, not only taking the project on, but knowing you're not taking this yeah. project on by yourself because there's a lot of nice, good, young talent uh, playing for Canada right now, and you've got to be kind of excited. And I'm sure you've talked about this on the training ground, just all yeah. of you guys together going, you know what, if we just stick together, we're going to make some noise in CONCACAF. Yeah, I mean, we have, we have the team. We have the players. It's just coming together and bringing everything together and, and fighting for each other on the field. And I think, and I think that will, will work out if, if that happens. A lot of uh, the, the talent that we're talking about, Tesho aside, is coming up through uh, the Toronto area. How much of an influence did Dero have on you and maybe some of your peers growing up? I mean, I, I watched him when he was at TFC. Uh, even when he played against Canada, just the goals he scored and the success he had. He's a great guy. Uh, I talked to him. For, I talked to him a bit, um, and, I, and I think I, I, I followed him while I was, when, when I was growing up too. Because just because uh, he was Canadian and he was playing Toronto FC in Canada, and he was scoring goals, scoring a lot of goals, and then I think it was important for my development. I just just to see him doing what he was doing, and hopefully I could I could get there and do do good things. Yeah, and I, I would imagine seeing somebody and being able to say, "Oh, that guy." is from where I'm from. That guy's doing yeah. what I want to do. If he can yeah. do it, then I can do it as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it was that. That's exactly what it was. If he can do it, I can do it as well and, and possibly do better. And you're, you're here now. Uh, you're in MLS uh, scoring goals for Orlando City. Uh, what What is the coaching staff? What is Kaka? What have some of the veterans on the team uh, told you? Tally Hall, as we get to this really pivotal period where it's kind of all to play for for Orlando, you don't hold your fate in your hands. But if you get the results you need, uh, you have a great chance of making the playoffs. What's been kind of the word, the vibe around the team as we lead up to this important match on Saturday? I mean, it's, it's been positive. Everything's been positive. Uh, 
just just uh, every day to go out there train and and move the ball and make make sure we get in the right spot and and defending as a team and attacking as a team and I think if we do that we'll we'll, we'll be fine and and I just I did the really the thing that every, that we have to do is fight fight together and I think if we fight together we'll win. How many times have you driven by the uh, the empty lot that will soon be your your home, your place of business? Uh, I drove by it a couple of times. Where you really it's, it's just a just a field. It's just a field now, but you, you drive by to daydream a little bit, though, don't you? <laughs> no, when I when I see it, uh, it'll be it'll be nice. It'll be really nice. Have you found the great places to shop in Orlando yet, Kyle? Uh, I, I know. Florida Mall is a, is a good place to shop, but it's quite far from from me. It's about forty five minutes. Oh, too Not far. Not too bad, but but uh, I, I haven't really went down there in a bit. In the beginning of the year, I did. So let's say let's let's say uh, myself and a Kyle Aaron decide. You know what? We it's an off day. Let's go stretch our legs out. Let's go. Let's go shopping. Let's go buy some stuff because I know you love to shop. That's that's one of yeah. your things. Where yeah. what stores? would you and I have to hit up uh, to make you happy? Uh, Zara, for sure. Okay. Uh, a, couple, a couple of shoe stores. Um, now, are we, are we getting sneakers or are we getting shoes? Both? Uh, are we getting both? Could, yeah, you could, you could say both. We're, good, we're doing both. <laughs> you could say both. Um, but uh, usually the, when I buy shoes, I buy it online. Okay. Online, I like oh, yeah. That's a, that's like a, that. But that's touch and go because you, you never know the sizing, Kyle, when you do online shopping. Uh, that, that's when I, when I when I when I see the shoes that my teammates have, I try them on. Okay. Like Breck 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 has the same size as me, so a couple of shoes he has, I try on, then I will buy them. And and what do you think of Breck's fashion? Because I know you are a fashion plate. He's got an interesting fashion sense. Uh, what are your thoughts on Breck Shea uh, fashion model? Uh, I, I I like it. I like it. It's, it's different. Uh, and and I mean. I don't know if I would be able to pull it off, but, <laughs> but it's different and it's stylish, and I like it a lot. So, since you are a shopper, uh, I, I, you know, just give me a sense. What's what would I expect to see a Kyle Laren in uh, heading out on the town where he's going to have a nice dinner? Are you a suit guy? Are you a a casual but dressy guy? What's your what's your go to style? I'm, I'm not a suit guy for sure. Okay, not a suit guy. Not not yet. Not yet. Maybe maybe when I get older. Um, casual Jesse. That's that's what that's what I am. Casual Jesse. And as you've made your first kind of for, foray around the league, and I know you haven't hit all of the cities yet, uh, where have you found the best shopping to be? Uh, I would say New York. Well, I, 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 very true. I, I went, <laughs> I, every time I went to New York, I bought something. So, <laughs> and also, don't sleep on your hometown. Toronto is a great shopping city. Yeah, it's, it, I, I I went to a few places there, but I didn't buy every time something when I went there. Every time, so every time I went to New York, I bought something. So, all right, so so, a, so New York's obvious. Okay, and what what city were you surprised that you ended up buying something in? Because I I don't see you buying stuff in say Houston. No, no, I didn't even go. I was in my, I was in my hotel. Um, <laughs> didn't even go. Didn't even bother to look for a place to shop in Houston. <laughs> no, no uh, where would I go? Uh, Philly? How? Uh, Philly was like. Did you find something in Philly that you may be surprised about? No, we didn't go to Philly. We went to Philly last home game. Oh, so you last still away, last away game? Philly's still on the list. All right, that's still there. Uh, 
don't know. It's hard. It's hard because I don't remember. Maybe Port Portland. Portland. But this Portland? is. This, but this are are you a Nike or Adidas guy? I'm I'm Adidas. I'm sponsored by Adidas. Okay, so but you're not talking about shopping at the Adidas store because that's that's not really shopping. No. no okay. No. 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 So the shopping in Portland was underratedly good for you. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, I bought Adidas. I got Adidas stuff there, but obviously, was, yes, was, yeah, because that's where the outlet is. Um, but uh, I think Portland was the place because my one of my teammates went to UConn. Uh, he actually showed me around a bit. So, so you knew the places to go. That was nice. Yeah, so that was a good thing. I'm just telling you right now. I think I speak for every fan. No one is more jealous uh, of professional athletes, or no time are we more jealous than we start seeing the Instagram pictures of when the athletes swing by the Adidas store uh, when they're in town for Portland. That, that, that's the part where you're like, oh, I wish I was a professional athlete. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, when you go there, you're like, you can get any, anything you want. It's like a candy store. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take it, that. This is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> take the whole store. Well, Kyle, best of luck to you uh, this weekend. Huge match versus Montreal Impact. That'll be at home at Citrus Bowl. Uh, and continued success for you for the rest of the season and throughout your career. I thank you for taking some time. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. show information, go to pitchpass.com.